Now, dumbass, stand over there and face that way. And uglies, stand over there facing that way. You know That's what, Sean? What? So, Sean, this is, yeah. You go to hell. Oh, fire! Oh, my goodness! What's the procedure? Jill, why don't you take it down in that? There goes Davis! Oh, my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game! They're coming in through the back door! It's like no one here has worked on TV before. When did you all forsake yourselves? We'll do it live! Oh man, it's a good day here. It's a good day. I got a fellow offensive lineman in the studio. It's a loud day. And we have a very soft specialist whining yeah. about the chills up in here in Rhode Island. You got a little extra blubber on you. So. <laughs> you specifically. I, that's maybe that's that's true. I mean, our guest here is Lorenzo Thompson. Yes, uh, sir. Offensive lineman, offensive tackle for the University of Rhode Island, number 78. He's about 6'7". About a Got foot that, and a right? half of that comes from his head. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it's an honor to be on the show, but right. since he said that, man, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you leave. He never ended the show. But, uh, <laughs> you guys have a great show. I love your guys' intro. It's honestly amazing. Oh, it thanks. Hyped up, man. Yeah, I appreciate Sean it. Sean made that himself. Yeah. It's, 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 it's nice. okay. Thanks. I, I first, I thought it, up, it was but, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Joe no, I'm just kidding. He wants to dive in on it. But Joe... Joe Put had some fades in. Something he wanted to uh, start. With. There's a fade between every one of those, and you can go I and check it. I'm giving you a hard little, time. I'm giving oh, you a hard time. Gosh, you. I know there's fades. I, 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 I know there's fades. Well, on the off chance that Jake Fire listens to this, uh, you Hopefully. inspired our opening uh, little. Mini segment. <laughs> what did Lo say? Did you say who? Would you say? I said hopefully. He oh, hopefully. Oh, yeah. But Joe wanted to bring up because we played Maine. Uh, last week, yeah. and Jake apparently wasn't out there in any sleeves in warm-up. It was goddamn freezing. You could probably attest to that. It was It cold. was like 25 degrees, wind chill, felt like 11 degrees, oh, so it was pretty chilly up gracious. there, man. It, I was saying on our FCS show, easily one of the coldest games I've ever been a part of. For, for you, that was probably a warm you know game, right, from being in Syracuse. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm used to the warm. cold up there in the snow, but the <laughs> trick is, man, a little Vaseline never hurt no one. Puts a little extra layer. Yeah, that's the cold out. Yeah, I don't think Jake Fire had any Vaseline. He <laughs> went no sleeves, taped <laughs> hands, no gloves, nah, no leggings. The no gloves part gets me. I have to wear gloves. It's just you have to as a football player, especially in those conditions. Yeah, in it, my opinion, his hands had to have been munched to all hell. He's a linebacker too. He's getting contact every play. Right. And he dropped the pick six. Oh, oh. so oh. that would have been legendary. <laughs> was it still? <laughs> he had an amazing Jake game Fire though. Six, Fire, yeah. if you do listen to this, you had an amazing game. I was just astonished. By how you were not cold. And you no, have to have been cold. I wanted to ask you that, but you're not here today for valid reasoning. Yeah. Because he's on the Jim Fleming coaches show. But, you know, still. I no, it was, it was a chilly weekend. I had to break out my electric blanket back home. Oh, I'm sure that was really hard to, on you. It was a, really you know, tough. So the regular big blanket wasn't enough. Clown. I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're calling me a clown? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I believe Rooch believes that you're a clown. Yeah, for your Coach Rich, man. Oh, no, right. no, it's <laughs> no. a different person. Oh, Coach Rich, we oh. can talk about Coach Rich if we want. Golly, I don't want to talk about Coach no. Rich. Coach yeah, Rich. me neither. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, we're not starting this episode off with sports here, just because Joe and I were screaming at each other over this topic, which is what is what was the most egregious movie slash movie franchise that you have not watched? Now, mine. Apparently drew the ire of Mr. Joe DeLeon for some reason. I can't particularly tell why. I can understand it, but he I'm was like giving me an explosion second. as to why. 
I don't know. I don't. I mean, you you were being very explosive to me <laughs> at lunch today because of yours. And you're, a, you're you act like you're this film buff that you watch all of these uh, great film movies buff. and we talk all the time you're like have you seen this movie and I'm like no and you give me a hard time about it because it's this obscure movie that like not what's as one many obscure movie what, what, what's one I can't give me even an example. think off the top of okay. my head because I don't remember any of these movies that you bring up to me so <laughs> it's not like I'm watching indie films you, I'm just you watching s- movies you still act like I watched Memento you, like last month see everyone has something that they act entitled about one of the things that you do is you're all like oh I watch all these great movies no I there's don't a, there's nothing wrong with that but you're not a film buff I don't it, Act yes, entitled because of my movie. I don't watch that many movies. I maybe watch one movie a week, probably one every two yeah, weeks. I'm not a big movie guy. That's either. more than me. I enjoy movies. Okay. If well, I have that time to watch a movie, I will watch a well, movie. If you Please. say you enjoy movies and you went out of your way to watch Memento, which I suggested to you, yes, and I watched. It was a very good movie. I don't understand how the hell you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, which were iconic movies during their time periods. That's all I have to say. I, everything's been spoiled for me. My favorite series on that list is Star Wars. Even if Star Wars was not on there, Indiana Jones and Lord of the Rings, two great series that it's surprising you've never watched. I just have it, it's all BS. been spoiled, dude. What are you talking about? So Indiana Jones. Wait, who cares? Oh, Indiana Jones. I, I'm gonna be so surprised when Indiana Jones puts the sandbag over there instead of the jewel. I'm That's gonna be the so beginning of the movie. I'm gonna hey, be so surprised. Indiana Jones, the actor is both in that movie and Star Wars. Harrison Ford. So yeah. yeah, you're missing out, man. No, he's a, a great. Actor. I, I'm fine with Harrison Ford. He's very I know handsome. Lord of the Rings that they end up throwing the the ring in the fi- in the volcano. Okay. I know that's the end of the movie, the end of the journey, How and the best part of the movie is the journey, right? And then in Star Wars, yeah. okay, Darth Vader's Luke's dad. We get it. I already know that. That's been told and told over over again <laughs> by the hacks that decide to spoil every movie and run that shtick into the ground. I I don't need to see these movies. How and many get movies invested. have you rewatched? How many movies have you gone back and watched more than once? I probably watched The Water Boy maybe eight to ten times. So you know <laughs> what's gonna happen? Why not watch it to say you've watched it? I don't know, man. It's just like if, if, you, if know already, if you know what your bit is. If I know the path, what's my bit? What's your my bit, bit? Is watching movies that not that many people really watch what? and talk about. Wait, 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 and then you choose to not watch the the, the more talked about ones, so you can be that guy that says, "Oh, I haven't watched this movie. I just haven't watched them. I haven't watched them because I already know the ending." Sean, you know what you should do after the show? What should I do, Lorenzo? Go home, <laughs> your beautiful apartment in Narragansett. Download Disney Plus. Check out some Star Wars. (laughs) 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 It's a good suggestion. I'll give you my account. I got one. That's very nice, actually. (laughs) But um, a lot of good stuff on that. Joe, I already know the ending. Okay. I already know the biggest plot point in each movie. I already know that. Okay. So why am I going to invest? I'm assuming 16 hours in Star Wars, 12 hours in Lord of the Rings at least, and. I, what is it? Twelve for Indiana Jones. They're good movies. You don't need to know what's going to happen. But okay, obscure you know movies. Okay, my favorite movie of all time is Blood Diamond. Is that an ex- obscure movie? No, no, I haven't no. seen it, but it's not no. that. It's not that well known. Yeah, the okay. thing you're missing out on in Star Wars is a story building up to what happens at the end. One to six, every movie is great in the build up. Anakin's honestly like the main character in that. So. It's a fair point. Okay. It's a great point. Maybe. There's so much more behind it than just Darth Vader and him being like, Do you know how Luke. Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader? We're not we going to spoil no anything on here. Number oh, because oh, you're going to save somebody from being spoiled in no, Star Wars. Uh, uh, no, but answer that. Do you know how Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader? No. Everything else well, is... Well, he was thrown in a pit of lava, right? Everything and then has he decided been, to be dark? You could compare no. it to kind of like Antonio Brown. Youngster. Wanted lots of power. Didn't get it. Jedi didn't agree with him and stuff. What's the dark side? And want too much power. Oh, oh okay. that's a great analogy right there. I like Palpatine that. Palpatine got in his head. 
He got in his head, man. It was sad. So who, who, would, who would Palpatine be for Antonio Brown then? <laughs> That's a tough. <laughs> That's very uh, tough. Himself. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> or those ladies back in college. Lorenzo, why don't you tell us what movies you haven't seen that are yeah, a little bit. We'll get off me here. Movies that I haven't seen. Honestly, yeah. The Hunger Games. I remember it was huge a few years ago, and I never even watched one of them. I watched one for like a half an hour. Wasn't interested that much, but I know a lot of people will baffle me or baffled that I've never seen Hunger Games. That's so. not too bad. Oh, no. uh, what about Harry Potter? Have you seen those movies? Yes. Yeah. Oh you know goodness. who hasn't seen the movies or I've read any of the books? I've seen all of them. I've seen all the movies. Oh, oh sorry. I just yeah. didn't like them. I didn't like them. You didn't like Harry Potter? I didn't like Harry Potter, but we're not talking about what You want to talk about somebody who thinks they're too good we're to go with the crowd. <laughs> Harry, about. you don't like it. Okay. Okay. We're not yeah. talking about what movies. That's fine. We That's don't fine. like. If you saw the movies, I'm in w- this segment. I'll give you yes. a pass. I will say, Hunger Games. I've only seen the first one. Other than that, I chose not to. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Was not a fan of them. If you ask anyone that's like understands writing, a lot of people will say that the books were very poorly written. Which, if you do take the time to read <laughs> I them, you were going to say something no, else. <laughs> no, they they're written like ch- like a child wrote it. That's what a lot of people have told me, ah. and I've looked at excerpts from the book. It's written like a Going child. Going back wrote to it. Harry Potter, great books. People actually say the books are better than the movies, which I can actually agree on for a few of them. I agree also. Because the books were made first. I haven't read them, so I'm not going to. All right, mine, because you're, yeah, let's all, you're say, Okay, Joe, here. Joe, Joe. These, these, are the most, the, these are the worst. Yeah. These, these are, you are the worst here. Go this ahead. This is worse than Sean. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen The Godfather, which I I understand. I would, you can't say that no, not so I, nonchalantly. I understand why people are upset, and I understand why you're upset, and I will take the time to watch it. Unlike you, who's choosing to not take the time. The Godfather was on Netflix. All you do okay, is I'm sit upstairs in your room with Brooke diddling l- around on Friends and other weird, weird movies or, or something else. <laughs> you I can hear that sound worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're di- oh <laughs> no, the show. But <laughs> it's right there on Netflix. Okay, I'll watch it. The other one's Jaws, and I don't have any intention to watch Jaws because it's I don't like scary movies. Funny story. It's not a scary movie. It's not. Back in the day, uh-huh. around middle school, uh, I was at my friend's house from back in the day, and we were in his pool, and we were on floats and stuff, and he brought out a projector, and we watched Jaws in the water, and it was honestly frightening because I would just look down and think there was a big yeah, shark. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that but It's in a my great life. movie, great storyline. That, that little, um, what's that theme music? It has a dun you got to know that, man. I know the yeah, I know the theme music that's iconic, but I just haven't seen the movie. I choose not to watch it. I'm not a fan of movies that are even a little bit scary. I just don't like them. It's not. I'm not a, a fan of that. It's a better movie than it is a scary movie, though. Okay. Yes. It's yeah. a very good movie. Right, well, and you don't even get in the ocean. You live in the ocean, you don't even get in it. I go in the ocean sometimes. <laughs> no, you no, don't. Wait, Thank so you. Don't look, look at that. Thank you. That. Well, Thank you. You think he spends any time at the beach? Look, look so at this. One thing I understand. <laughs> it's cold there. One thing I understand. That's true. One thing I understand about the uh, about the the movies though is aren't they set in Narragansett? No, they're set in New York. What? what the no, they they have their own town. Isn't one of them related to Narragansett? Or no, something they're drinking like that? Narragansett beers. That's what it is. They're drinking Gansets in the movie. Okay, little Gansets. Yeah. How crazy is that, though? Would you guys have ever thought that we would have? Uh, no, I would not. Ended up here. What are you doing? Va- this vast research. I'm what just you? seeing where it was. Where it was? Um, where it, it was, was filmed set. in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, oh, that's oh. probably why they were drinking them. That that probably is why they. Yeah, because I guess that's pretty local. Um, yeah, I'm looking up the town here, Joe Vamp. For us, can you lead us into the next segment for us? Yes. So, for those. That don't know Lorenzo, because you probably haven't heard from him before if you're not on the team or if you're not a reoccurring listener. 
One thing that you do need to know about Lorenzo is that he's a very big basketball fan. And, yes, and the one thing that we very true. one thing we keep hearing from Lorenzo is like, when am I coming on to talk basketball? I want to come on and talk some basketball. And we know that's the one thing that he's very, very passionate about. So yeah. now that we finally have him here in the studio, we're going to be doing um, a fun little segment where we're going to be talking about our early NBA accolades after about a month into the season. So before we have enough time to at least give a take – but it's way too early for it to be the final decision. So, Agreed. W- do you want to kick us off here with the yeah, kick it off. obvious first conversation of who do you think is the MVP? Who do In you think deserves opinion, to be? In my personal opinion, right now, it's not biased because I'm a LeBron fan, but I think LeBron James is single-handedly dominating the West when everyone said when he first went to the Lakers would be a whole different ballgame in the East, and he's still playing to – Actually, another level from what he was in last year on his Cavs. 11 assists a game, leads the league in assists. He's still putting up 25 points a game, which is top 15 in the league, eight rebounds, 50% from the field. What surprised me was his 35% from the three-point line, which is one of the best shooters in the league. And you can see by highlights from the other night, he's in six threes a game, five threes against great defensive teams. And um, they're number one in the West at 12-2 and two record. But I did have a runner-up for the MVP, James Harden. Yeah. He is on a different level of scoring the basketball. And, Sean, you can agree with me on no, this. No, it's nuts. I mean, thirty. he is averaging 38 points a game. Which is a couple I mean, more yeah, than last year. That's and he thought the, it going to get better. Plus, he got an addition of Westbrook, who was another ball-heavy guy, and he's still getting more points a game. It, it, it makes no sense because saying somebody would score 40 a game in this era is just hyperbolic. Yes. You know, that's something you'd say. Something Will Chamberlain no, no, we, would do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's something. Yeah. Oh, LeBron would score forty in a game in the eighties or something like that. Well, no, with the well, rate that he, we're at, though, with the amount of three-point shots that are being taken, eventually we're going to have somebody averaging forty. I mean, he's only game. hitting like four point six threes a game. I mean, that's I'm, I'm saying only, but still. I mean, the thing that yeah. gets me with his thirty-eight points, he's still almost getting eight assists a game, so he's accounting for almost sixty points a game. That's about more than half of what mm-hmm. his team averages, and it kind of baffles me. For yeah, that guy, he does. touches the ball a lot. So you, yeah, you f- happen to agree with Lorenzo for myself. Here. Yeah, I had LeBron also uh, twenty five points per game, fifty percent shooting, which is nuts. Uh, but for me, LeBron, it's the assists. He's averaging eleven assists assists per game. He also has five triple doubles so far on the year, which I think that's fantastic. But he has one hundred and forty five total assists on the year, and second place place is Luka Doncic with one hundred and nine, who is on a level this He's year a beast from too. his rookie year, but, and that's just that's a huge margin right there. But with LeBron, I mean, the, the total of assists from 1 to 2, 34, that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, that is a pretty crazy number that he's got right going in here. So I was debating picking Luka Doncic just because of this huge step up we've seen from him. His stat line is hovering around a triple-double, and that was what earned Russell Westbrook um, an MVP was because he was averaging a triple-double. He's not there yet, but there's a strong potential we're starting to see that he could do that. But my pick had to be uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo just because the Bucks are tied for first in the East, and he is clearly the best player on their team. Whenever I pick an MVP, it has to be somebody that is leading the charge for a very, very good team. So Giannis right now, 30 points, 58% from the field, 13 rebounds per game. That's a, a crazy number. Almost 14 rebounds per game, 6 assists. And just the, that stat line is really, really good on a winning basketball team that could end up being the number one yeah, team. Yeah, the thing that's overlooked with Giannis is, is his uh, effort on the defensive end of the floor. He's a very great defender with his length, and he's like he is. He's a Greek freak. He does everything on the floor that his team needs from him. So, yeah, I definitely agree with him on that. He's not on Brown's level yet. 
I don't think, he, I don't think he is either. Yeah, you can't you can't make that assumption, but you never know. He could go on a tear. I think he's still under twenty five years old. I believe he is. is. I believe which is he crazy. Is. Yeah, he's he's got a long time in this league, and he could end up wearing, winning another MVP. So our rookie of the year, though, this one's probably a little bit more of a consensus. What, Sean? Would you would you care to explain? I I didn't even know you wrote this down, but I hope you're messing with us. He's only going to miss like 20 games. It's not a big deal. He hasn't played. He's only going to miss like 20 games. Okay. I believe that there are how many games okay. in a season? 82. 82? Yeah. Let me si- let me okay. s- let me simplify this. What Go have ahead. you seen from him this year that makes you think he's going to be the, the I know he averaged like 24 points in the preseason. He was one of the top scorers in the preseason. People will say preseason don't count that much. Yeah, but I got gotcha. you. It's an NBA level, and he's putting up those numbers as a rookie right. and we're, being dominant. We're talking about, though – what we've seen so far that's making us decide why this person, why we would give them, them the award right now. Because he hasn't played. The Pelicans as a team. My rookie of the year is Zion Williamson. The rookie, the, <laughs> the Pelicans as a team are playing very good basketball right now. They just beat the Clippers last night, I believe, or maybe two nights ago. They beat the Clippers. You so, sure about that? Yes. I don't know. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they beat the Clippers. The Pelicans? Yes. I don't know. I just know the Clippers had a great overtime win against my Boston Celtics last night. And if you haven't seen, Jason Tatum did break Paul George's ankles to force a three to go on OT. That was a great shot. That was a great play. I still can't get over this horrible take that you have. How can you pick someone who hasn't played? It's not like he played 10 games and then he's hurt. I do expect him to be a force. Yeah, he's going to be good, back. but don't you think it's the a little Pelicans, crazy to pick yeah, someone who has last, not played a game? They're, they've yeah. won their last four. They beat the Clippers. They're not winning because of him. <laughs> oh, they've won three of the, three of the last four. They beat God. the Clippers. They beat, I guess, uh, the Warriors. That doesn't count. But they also yeah. beat the Trailblazers, who are very good. So, uh, they're, so having a gun here. they're fine. I expect the These are good teams better. that the Pelicans are beating. So as a team, they are playing the very good. Zion. I'm saying you keep on cutting me off. The Pelicans <laughs> as a team are prime for Zion. They are playing well. They're holding their up their end of the bargain. And if you're holding up your end of the bargain, then the number one overall pick when he gets back is only going to be playing even better. It's not like he's coming on to a team that's a dumpster fire and all the pressure's on him. Yeah. If he's playing with key pieces that can elevate him even more, then how do you do? I'm Zion Williamson. I'm averaging. 2022 for the rest of the season. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm getting, I'm putting people on posters all year. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've only missed 20 games. Going to do for that organization? What's he going to do? Lots of revenue. Yes. Jersey sales. Yes. Audience. Rookie away away games. Even people people want to see Zion play. Right. He's that type of player. He's a LeBron type player. Kevin Durant type player to bring attention like that. So I do agree with you for Zion being an impact factor like that for the Pelicans, but. He has not played a game yet. Oh god, here we go. Thank okay, you. Go ahead. He, you want to doing early season prediction? <laughs> I'm still I'm sticking to my guns. I, I still think that he could beat out John Morant. I love Zion Williamson. Love the way he plays. I hope he comes back and is dominant. But for right now, I don't think you put him in that kind. You would have picked Greg Oden. With you. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of here. But now you're just trying to be. Now you're just Let's being just crass. Hope he's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's just he picks somebody that's not going to play. So you ended up picking <laughs> someone else. Who is that? I agree with you. Jamar Grant on the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Front runner. Many clutch plays. Locking down Kyrie Irving for him winning the game-winning shot at Memphis. Had an insane game winner on the Charlotte Hornets. Three defenders on him. Layup to the left. Pure skill there, man. He's special. He's awesome. He is special. Yeah. 
I'm still just think it's going to okay. be Zion. Well, so I'm not saying John Morant isn't in the running. He's obviously yeah. the front runner right now. John Morant's almost catching bodies too. I hope you seen no, the No, I know. Yeah. He, he, but Jaws averaging freak. 18 and a half points per game. 3.2 rebounds, 6 assists, 46% from the field. Those are great numbers by a rookie. But, yes, Sean, how many times have you and I just been sitting somewhere on our phones, you know, mindlessly go looking through Twitter, and you or I is like, look at this 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 video of John Morant doing X. I'm sending it to you right now. That's crazy. That happens done, a lot. He's done so many things that it just makes you think, like, this kid in the next year or so is going to be dominant. Like, really dominant. He's already making an impact, but once things start to click and he gets really, really comfortable, he's going to be a really good point guard. I see him making a Giannis impact on a small market team. Like, Milwaukee's not a huge market. Memphis isn't really either. So I see him making an impact like Giannis with the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm fine with that. I I, I personally like John Morant more than Zion. But I just think that Zion... No, I just think Zion's going to come back and he's going to average like 24 points a game. Okay. Which is a rookie is a phenomenal number. I, if if I mean eighteen how do you know if is he's great. coming back or not though. What if he's he's going to come back. Yeah, what if he he's back. expected to come back weeks, in in, so in what if he, what six if he to eight weeks and immediately yeah. re-injures it or something? Okay. Like what that. if what if John Morant gets in a car accident on the way to the stadium? Okay. That's what you're I, asking me. Terrible. You idiot. There's a higher likelihood of him. Never mind. We're not doing it. Oh, you wanted. But you see that point that you tried to make. Fair point. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Defensive player of the year. Oh, I got some stuff for you right here, Lorenzo. Go ahead and start first. Yeah. I got Kawhi Leonard. If you can get a stop on any player in the NBA and you need a one stop, you're going to pick Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that, he is, that is 100% correct. He is the best perimeter defender, one-on-one defender, on ball. He can help. He get, he averages 2.2 steals per game, a block a game. He has one of the best uh, defensive win shares in the league. And the Clippers overall, he leads that defense. It was probably a top five defense in the NBA. They play very well on that side of the ball. Yeah, they're fireboarding those mother jammers. <laughs> 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 Wait, do you get that reference? No, it's fine. It's fine. If, if somebody does, no, if someone no, picks have, it up. I have a little bit, but. Okay, I was just yeah. checking. Not that <laughs> I didn't know if you did or not. If it... <laughs> It went over all of our listeners' heads. I had to slip it in. Nick um, Masseroni, I'm, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he knew the reference. Yeah, but, but um, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if you're asking for a stop, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, but Kawhi Leonard. for me, as I'm coming to the, actually, Joe, you go because I have a lot of combatant points for your guy. See, this was a tough pick for me because I was actually debating between Andre Drummond and Anthony Davis. Oh, thanks. It just came down to the fact that Anthony Davis is averaging three blocks per game. No one else is averaging over three blocks per game. I think that that's a huge number to be doing that, to be contesting that many shots, protecting the rim that well on a good basketball team. But in addition to that, he's not just your typical big-bodied power forward that's that's rim protecting. He also gets steals. He's averaging 1.4 right now. That's a pretty good statistic. Both of those things are very, very key. I do agree that the Kawhi thing does make a lot of sense. Yep. This is a 1A, 1B, 1AC situation. It's, it's going to be impossible by the end of the season, I actually picked this thing. Gotcha. I, I got one. I got one A though with Andre Drummond, who is averaging two blocks a game, one behind Anthony Davis here, but he's also averaging uh, 1.6 steals per game, higher than Davis, and 12.4 defensive rebounds per game. I think he averages like 16 and a yeah, half. I think he's the lead leader in the NBA. He's, he has he's been the, for the past like four yeah, years. He's the total he's rebounds force. leader, which is a huge thing uh, for me. And he's got a 108.5 defensive rating, which is higher than AD. And he's also played one more game than Anthony Davis and averages, you know, four more defensive blocks. So just personally, I like a big uh, a big guy that can run a, that that can clean the boards. 
Okay. And I like that he gets blocks, and I like that he's playing good defense, and I like that he's gotten better every year in the NBA. Yes, he has. That's the big key for me, that he's just going to keep on getting better defensively. I think that if he keeps up this tear that he's on, he'll be the defensive player of the year, or at least in the running. One fault with him is definitely his offensive game. Yeah. You could put shoot. you could put him in the top five center of the NBA, but his offensive game is not very well compared to a player like Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Jokic. So and that's the sad part when you're talking yeah. about best centers in the league. I mean, he's probably he's my best defensive center in the league, but he's never considered that. He's because a big of the guy offense. too. Yeah, he's he big. can play tackle. He's like 285. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? My God, imagine God, him beast. lining up at at like at defensive end in a three four. Oh my God. <laughs> That'd be scary. That'd be scary. <laughs> Football's a whole different ballgame. So though. speaking yeah. of scary, though, title contenders that we need to be scared of, opposing teams need to be scared of. Lorenzo, you have three teams? Yes, I do, oh, because this year it's up for grabs. <laughs> There's no more Golden State Warriors. How's that cookie, Sean, by the way? It's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, it's, it's like a stale yet. It's <laughs> touched every part of this room. Yeah. <laughs> the smell is getting give to me. Give me a piece of cookie. I want to give me a little piece off the end. No, not the part you I'm, bit. I'm just breaking that off to get to the next piece. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to eat more of it. <laughs> go ahead, Lorenzo. Anyways, I got both teams in Los Angeles. The center point of basketball, center point of basketball this year is in L.A. It's clear and obvious. I have the Boston Celtics top of the East right now, and I wish the Milwaukee Bucks still have Michael Brogdon. He is on the Indiana Pacers right now. He is their front runner for MVP of that team. He leads the team of points, assists, steals, and I think the Bucks' level of play would be on a whole different level if he was still there. But I have the Bucks and Celtics in the East, and of course both Clippers and Lakers in the okay, West. If you had to pick one of those teams, though, you have a, you got good evidence to support all that. But if you picked one team. Just split decision. Go. Los Angeles Lakers. All right, there we go. All right, all right. LeBron James is on a revenge tour this year, and it's clear and obvious. And if he keeps this up, playoff LeBron's going to be even better. So that's scary to think about. See, I agree with you on that. I think that the Lakers are on a tear. They're starting to get that chemistry. Finally, LeBron has that guy to play with and to support him. But I'm going to have to go with the Los Angeles Clippers. They haven't done amazing. They've had some issues. They've lost to some bad teams. But if you give them some time to de- to develop, get into a rhythm, Paul George is back now. As this stretch continues to go down in the season, we have so many games left to play, I can guarantee you that they're going to be one or the two seed in the West. They're that good of a team. You talked about how they're a top five team on yes, defense. They are. That is impactful, especially in this modern era of the NBA, which is all about scoring. It's all about uh, shooting from the three point line. If you have a good defensive team and you're also good on offense with those playmakers like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you're going to be unstoppable come playoff time. Yes, they have a lot of players on defense, like you were saying. Um, they got, listen to this lineup Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, Animal. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, yeah. both of those players are top three in defense player of the year in a lot of years in the past. So if you have that lineup up there with Lou Williams, scary sight in L.A. for the Clippers. I like me some Lou Williams. Yes, he's mm. the best bench player of all time. My title contender is the Houston Rockets, just because I don't believe that Anthony Davis will last it out the whole season, and if he goes down, I don't have to think the Lakers are going to make it all the way. I get it, JaVale McGee has made strides, but Anthony Davis is their cornerstone. Yeah, you need and, another guy. And he's just going to be, it's, he's just not the guy. I don't I don't think McGee's going to be the guy when AD eventually goes down. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers, I think that the load management stuff, maybe it'll work again, but maybe not. Um... I'm also not completely sold on Pat Bev. Um, so mine with the Rockets here, Harden's unstoppable, and Russell Westbrook is also unstoppable. And Capella, I think, is having a better year than last year already. P- 
P.J. Tucker seems to be less clownish on the court uh, so far this year. They're just better. They're be- they Somehow they have decided we're not going to think about last year and the, and the year before in the playoffs and the year before that in the playoffs. We're just going to get better. We're going to add Russell Westbrook, and then we're not going to – we're going to have good chemistry between our two guards, which it looks like they yeah, do. They, 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 everybody was wondering who's going to get the ball, who's going to get the ball. I mean, Russell Westbrook's getting plenty of touches. Harden's making the most out of his touches. They, this team has the best opportunity to carry on for longer. Yes, the championship will run through the West. That's something we 100%. can all agree on here. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They, they might ex- beat the hell out of each other on the way there, but it's going to probably be yeah, a Western. I'm very team. excited to see how LeBron does in the Western Conference playoffs. He used to blow through the East like it was nothing. I want to see how the West goes for him. Right. It'll be entertaining. Now, Joe, do we have some clowns this week? I believe we do have some oh, clowns. Here we Cue go. the music. Clown of the week coming at you. We got three clowns, and I'll start it off. Go ahead. If you go don't mind. Ahead. I do mind, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, would you like somebody else to start off? No, I want you to start off. It was a joke. Off. Oh, okay. My clown of the week is the NFL drug testing Le'Veon Bell five times in two weeks uh, in in HGH blood tests. Now, it's just not a standard uh, drug test. It is where they're taking needles and sticking it in them, and he decided he had enough of it. <laughs> if I could read out this tweet to you that he sent. Oh, the context is key here. Right. From Le'Veon Bell. I don't had five, quote, random, end quote, HGH blood tests in 10 weeks. Oh, 10 weeks, pardon me, not two weeks. At NFL. I'm not doing another after today. Whatever y'all looking for, it obviously ain't there, and I'm not about to keep allowing y'all to stick me with those dirty-ass needles. <laughs> Find the players who really do that HGH BS and get off me. I agree. If you're getting, me as well. If you're getting tested once every two weeks and they haven't found anything yet... And they find everything. Yeah, they they will find anything in you with these drug the tests. Hey, if you haven't found anything in that long of a span, stop testing him. And it's not like he's having the best year ever. It's yeah. not like he's out here yeah. uh, world stomping teams. He is just playing running back, and they're just trying to he's get over an average he's actually, year. Yeah, he's playing poorly. He's here. not yeah, even playing that good. What are we doing? Six hundred rushing yards. <laughs> Test <Two> McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Two touchdowns. It's not like he's playing at a high level where they're suspicious of how he's playing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah Test Christian McCaffrey, who who looks like another human being. Maybe there's the veins te- on top of his veins. Maybe the, maybe the test is supposed to go to Christian McCaffrey, but it keeps getting redirected. <laughs> Like they come to his door and Christian McCaffrey's like, nah, nah, nah go to Le'Veon. <laughs> who, who? I don't know what they're looking at with <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, who was a little dumpy this the, before this year. He's not on HGH. He just isn't. He just can't no be at this point. Not <sighs> this deep into his career. I don't think so no, either. All right, what you got, Lorenzo? Yep. Another time this week. I did last week as well. Skip Bayless. This guy grinds my gears. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna bring it to Family Guy. Peter Griffin grinds my <laughs> gears. <laughs> He stuff. He says stuff that completely baffles me. This morning on the show with Shannon Sharp, he stated that Dak Prescott is an overall better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Let's look at the stats. I'm not even gonna say anything about this. I feel the same way, Sean. I didn't even see that. Russell yeah, Wilson. I didn't know. Wow. 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Dak, 28 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Russ has an eight and two record, and he handed the 49ers their only loss in the season in OT. And he has the best QBR in the league. Cowboys, weak NFC East this year, only sitting at six and four. Only thing he has in Russell this year is more passing yards, but he has more passing attempts. So this to me is 
I don't know what Skip's talking about. He's just very biased in the Cowboys. Russell Westbrook's an MV or Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. He's been to two Super Bowls. Dax Benzo. What are we doing? Is Dax here? Not I, I don't, MVP this is what he's trying to do though. This is what Bayless is trying to do. He's trying to make the clown of the week. Which yeah. is also I think it's a goal. Yeah. Oh, good clown. Good I, clown there. I, I yeah. like this pick because I'm slowly starting to learn that Lorenzo really hates Skip Bayless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was worse when he used to be on that show with Stephen A. Smith, and he used to kill LeBron for anything he did, even if it was good. And he is a huge LeBron hater. All right, my pick for clown of the week. I have a, a secondary uh, um a, a baby clown, uh, if you will. I have a you baby have a, clown a, after this one. It's just something oh, funny oh, oh, that oh, I found you. on Twitter that okay. I thought was worthy, but I didn't want to take away from mine. Gotcha. So mine is Patriots fans because on Tuesday, or before Tuesday, Kronk made an announcement on his social media that he was going to be announcing something big. Something big was going to happen. I knew damn well he wasn't coming back. I knew it was going to be some type of marketing thing. Anyone with a, a brain could have figured out it wasn't him coming back. But Patriots fans, as they always are are unrealistic and they were all talking about how Gronk was going to come back and there he's close to the deadline he was going to come back and play for a Super Bowl run because their tight ends tight ends right now stink so on Tuesday he ends up announcing that all he is doing is promoting a party for the Super Bowl in South Florida so I'm picking uh, Patriots fans because they clearly didn't want to see the writing on the wall and they chose to believe whatever they wanted to believe Yes, and your your child clown. Oh, oh yeah, my child clown. Your secondary clown. Uh, I, I found this on Twitter. Uh, I thought it was just very astronomical. So Florida Gulf Coast had to uh, had to release a statement clarifying that they do not have a Division One football program because their club program members of the club program were going around offering scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, they were they were giving away in quotes offers, and so the whole statement is like. If you didn't know, we don't have a Division One team, and we can't <laughs> offer anyone anything. What were the club members <laughs> offering? They just—it just said we were uh, notified that the club team was giving away in quotes offers. That was all it said. <laughs> so I don't know if it was roster spots, but they were trying to clarify that, like, we're not doing any recruiting BS over here. We don't we <laughs> speak for the slappies <laughs> that are running, uh, you know, campus wreck. <laughs> That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like, like that. What class. nerve do you have to, to think that you could just do that? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time for a, this one was tough. It is tough to go. This is probably the hardest one that has been shower pissers for the offensive tackle position in the NFL. If you're just now tuning in, this is the players. That in the locker room shower after a practice and or game will pee in the shower next to their teammates instead of using the urinals that are two steps away. Which you walk by. Yes, which you Most walk by. To get to the now shower. there's right. varying motivations which we will uncover in our picks. Right. <laughs> my pick, and I had a lot of picks. This is a good pick. My my runner up. I had two runners up. One was Andres Pete, and my Ooh. second on runner up was um Jason Peters. Jason Peters is a good wait. No way. Jason that, that, Peters. He, that was just a runner-up. I, I ended up nixing it. Um, okay. My obvious answer is Tyron Smith, just because he's not human. I don't think he understands the concepts of using a urinal. I think he just pees whenever he has to. <laughs> what? Wherever. He just, he's not. Very, he's, he's just not he's a, a human. He's just so he just he hasn't picked up on the concept of, of where to do it. <laughs> so my realistic human shower pisser for the offensive tackle position is Donald Penn. Offensive tackle for the Washington Redskins. 
if you just if you haven't seen him, just take a look at him and tell me if you think that this guy pisses in the shower. And I like Donald Penn. Uh, when I, when he's in interviews, he's very gracious and he's nice. But he is just one of these guys that is just saying, "F it, I'm just gonna go in the shower. I got a lot of body to clean and I'm ready to get it cleaned. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go in the shower next to my teammates. Oh hey Morgan. Oh hey Trent. And then just pee. That's what he's gonna do. See, I was debating picking. Donald Penn. My other backup was uh, Trent Brown. Oh yeah, I was debating that, that one. That's a good one. But I picked somebody else that was really uh, large, dumpy, and I knew was lazy. <laughs> dumpy. <laughs> he's kind of dumpy. Okay. <laughs> well, he's not the most physically dominant-looking person. Orlando he's Brown. Huge. He's big, but he's like they he call him Zeus. He holds it down over there in he's Baltimore. Pudgy, on the right side. He's doing a pretty good job. He holds it down. He's yeah. he's a little pudgy, and there was. Obvious rumors that circulated before the combine about how lazy he was. Well, if you want to talk about pudgy, you He's talk been, about Donald Penn. Yeah, Donald Penn. It fits, talk, the, it fits yes, the mold. But yes. I just was going for the lazy take here. I was looking for somebody who was lazy, and he was oh, the most okay. notoriously lazy offensive line. What about Eric Flowers? You didn't want to choose him? Oh, actually, he's a guard now. I'm saving him for next week. I would week. have counted it. No, oh, you're he's a guard. He's, he's transitioned to guard. This wasn't my pick, but you could put Lane Johnson in there, too. Uh, yeah, Lane yeah. Johnson, I-, I wanted to pick him. I thought that was a little ham-fisted, Yeah, but Lane Johnson definitely deserves to yeah, be on Who's your pick? Freaking loser. My pick is seven, number 77 on the Tennessee Titans, left tackle, Taylor Lewan, a guy who you could tell during interviews doesn't give a crap about anything. <laughs> he seems like the guy that's in the shower. Who wants his teammates to know? He's doing it in the shower. Yeah. Taking a piss. Like, what are you going to do about it? I'm a football player. I don't care. I'm a stud from Michigan. <laughs> I'm just looking up the pictures of Donald Penn. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. picture yeah. of Orlando Brown. I'll pull up a picture. No, that's, a, that's honestly yeah, a great pick. Yeah. definitely that guy. He's an old school guy. Talks a lot of crap on the field. And you could tell he's that kind of guy in the locker room. Who picked uh, – someone picked uh, Lawan at lunch today. I forget who that was. Um, Ryan McDonough. Yeah, McDonough. So I, I think what that's a pick? good take. You said Orlando Brown was chubby? Wait, who did Ryan Look McDonough pick? Look at this dude. Oh, he's lost weight. You, I, I thought oh, he was my goodness gracious. He, when you saw him at the combine, he looked kind of like – Dumpy. He didn't look like he was. His combine dropped his draft stock. Yeah, a, lot, a ton. But a ton. he's lock up. He's a, no. He's an incredible yeah, right great, tackle. Great he's, player. Or no, he's, he's a right tackle, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, right. yeah. he's an incredible right tackle. It's just anyone's notoriously known at the tackle position for being lazy. It yeah. was him. Yeah, Taylor Lewan made it for personality reasons. Just because oh, we sure. we see him and he's doing. He's always doing bits with Barstool, and yep. he's he's got a great personality. And he's definitely going to enter the entertainment field after oh, after he's sure. playing, and just because he has that infectious personality. Yeah. But he's pissing in the shower. I'd say all three of these guys have definitely done it. They definitely piss in the shower. 100%. Yeah. Now we're going to do something kind of odd here, but we're really excited about it. Oh yeah, you can bring up your your, your goods right, there. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because Jake Fire was not able to make it today, and we're, I'm just saying that just as a fact. We're not bashing him. He, he just had a valid reason not to be able to make it. Uh, we are going to be reviewing our 30 for 30, and Lorenzo is going to be eating as many saltines as he can during that time period. I'm up for the task. Okay. So, Lorenzo, we're expecting you to keep count. I see okay. Orlando Brown. We're expecting you to keep count of the saltines that you eat. Um, Joe, What's <laughs> how many do you think he gets down? It, don't make it a race. Just well, like how we'll many can you go without it, drinking water? Yeah, is without the thing. Dr- no water. Yeah, yeah, gotta, yeah How yeah, many can you go? Just give us a tap out signal here. Right, you can for when you're ready. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So we'll just be giving the thirty thirty yeah. review of the Mike and the Mad Dog, and then 
Lorenzo, you can just start whenever. Yeah, yep, go ahead. I got a full don't, package. Don't, of eat, salt don't eat too close right to the mic. Here. Take a lean back and then. Uh, yeah. Can I get one, by the way? Yeah, sure, man. Thank you. No problem. So, um, Are you going to be good? Yeah, I'll be good. Here we go. My apologies in advance. It's if anyone who hears <laughs> <about> you. <laughs> Try to leave. It's <laughs> good <laughs> stick. <laughs> but, um, so we watched the Mike and the Mad Dog 30 for 30, Joe and I did. And this was a big time. Um, <laughs> this is probably my favorite 30, to 30, 30 for 30 to date. Just because it, it's inside radio that you get to see. You get to see Mike Francesca and Chris Russo, how they grew together and how they developed probably the most famous local sports talk show of all time. I mean they're the yeah, most yeah. famous they're the biggest of all time. They created sports talk radio. They it's, really yeah. did. They they create I mean there's there was obviously sports radio prior and that was kind of interview based and it was a little more general. But and they were on news stations. Right. They would like similar to what Gresh does where we interned, where at the end of the day the show the sports show would come on. But this was the first ever all sports station. He's going to t- you're going to <laughs> those over there. Yeah. You good? <laughs> it was the first all sports talk station which we learned in the in the 30 for 30 and it was just amazing how they took off. It, it, because it was awesome because they said that WFAN lost like how many was it two million dollars in their first eight million eight million dollars in their first year they lost they lost that much money with their hosts and then they decided we are going to be we're going to go we're going to get New York guys we're going to get guys that that sound like us we're going to go get guys that understand us this is so fantastic Lorenzo <laughs> you can bring them like a, a hair like halfway Wait, can you just let us know how you're doing before we yeah, continue where, where you at I feel like talking now <laughs> oh, how, that, many, that's how, fine. Many, how many how many how many I'm at nine right now. Good <laughs> 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 <Fun> number. <laughs> you can pace yourself a little more if you want. I mean, just <laughs> maybe he's not trying to draw it out. So one of the takeaways, though, I had from the, the Mike and the Mad Dog thing is just what made them so successful is that they're both so arrogant and they had these gigantic egos. But once right. they worked through the, the obvious hurdles, there was so much chemistry because of it because they – knew that they could coexist and work together. If you've got one guy that's a pushover and one guy that's an ego or two pushovers, it's a terrible show. Right. It, it was... I didn't know Mike Francesa, coming from a, a, a weekend show, was going to come in there and say, I'm the power chair. I'm going to be the guy. Oh, I thought that, that was, was nuts. That <laughs> was nuts. I'm like, who, who is this dude? Like, who does he... <laughs> I mean, he's he's in his 20s. He is... He's. I don't know if he was in his 20s. I don't think he was... 30s. 30, okay, early 30s. What, he was young in the radio yes. business. And he was saying, because he was a statistician uh, for CBS or something like that. But for you to say, okay, in my first professional gig, in in afternoon drive, I'm going to be the power chair and it's going to run through me, that was very interesting to see. Yeah. And the, the one quote that I took away from this, the director of the 30 for 30 had this quote of, talent without egos are not talent right. when it comes to radio, which is just so true. That was awesome. You need to be arrogant. You need to be an ass. That's just how well, it works. Kind of, you, you need. You got to find the balance. You got to find the balance, but the best people have that embedded in their personality. What would you think of the, the the plane fight? Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I couldn't believe it. That's so freaking funny. Because knowing Francis and listening to him all these years, I know that he would do something like that. I mean, <laughs> to not get on a plane to go to, what was it? Was it the Super Bowl? No, it was an uh, Eastern Conference final. Oh, you're, oh, you're right. To not go to one of those premier games because your plane got your plane your flight got canceled and you wouldn't fly you <laughs> you wouldn't fly anything but first class and you were just gonna make a big stink in the airport mm-hmm. and that was the big turning or the second big turning point. Did you think that? <laughs> I mean, that was nuts. Did you think that Chris Russo changing the show 
jingle was a oh, big deal. Oh, I knew that was going to piss off Francesca. Yeah, oh, that's I knew so that. funny. I thought it was like, uh, if when you it, had done that. leading it up, I was like, uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> if you had done that, if, if it was you and me, and you had done that, yeah. I don't know how mad I would have gotten. I, I would have thought it was funny. Yeah, but conversely, if you did that to me, oh, I would have come in swinging. What? On, Why? On Monday, oh, I would have been pissed at you. Oh, just because I- <laughs> That's how it is. I, that's th- fair. But, well, it's not fair because it was a funny goof. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. I don't know. I just, if we were doing a show for over 10 years, I would, how many are you on, by the way? Just look. Oh, bomb. Just look at it. The right. faces that he makes is so downtrodden. <laughs> You're killing this challenge <laughs> right just, now. He's half asleep in. He looks like he's he's half dead. I just want the audience like. to know. To complete this task, I have not had not one Not one sip. You would have failed, failed, failed it if you... We were, we're, we're not having a sip of water to fail. We don't I'm need you to eat the whole... Right now. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We don't need <laughs> you to eat the whole sleeve. Just We just want to see how many well, you can get. I want some practice. One of the final takeaways that I have... You sounded excited when we pitched it to you. You're like, we didn't even say anything. Are we doing a salt? In my mind, it's like free food. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's a good. T- that's hey, a good you got point. no man. You got two offensive tackles in there. We're some big eaters, especially yeah, me. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably t- uh, dip Smoke into that. We're doing the same fire next right. week. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how it, see if he can beat the? Because uh, oh, I, I know, I know, fire is gonna. I just got a one sleeve box. Oh, he, oh, how many did Lorenzo get? Oh, I can get so many more than that. Yeah. The other takeaway though that I imagine the breathing going to the mic with his with his mouth full. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting sick and tired of this saltine flavor. I'm done. You're tapping out? You're tapping out? I need some water. Okay. I need some water. What's the number? That's fine. 19. 19? Okay. That's pretty good. I'll give him. I could have done more, but I need some water. That's pretty impressive. We'll see if they can beat it. We'll see. So that'll be the mark. Okay. Uh, last thing though that kind of stood out to me though is just like it's so interesting that they're like showing him on air and all the things that he's done on air and being to hear Francesa all this time he seems like such an ass but off the air he's the nicest person ever like I see him do these interactions with people and stuff like that and people record him in public super nice super easygoing he was really easygoing in the interviews he was willing to admit he was wrong in a lot of those situations right he's a great guy you would think he would be pompous off the behind the like outside of the studio but he's not did you get emotional at all with the um with chris russo's dad and chris russo's on-air apology did you start getting a little like i didn't oh. get emotional but well i, I mean did you start, did you yeah. feel it yeah. is what i'm saying like yeah. you like when that when that happened i felt like i was like with them the whole time and it was awesome to hear like new yorkers like like the one guy was like yeah coincidentally that day i had also broken up with my <laughs> girlfriend and i was taking the <laughs> the the mike and the mad dog breakup even worse than the than that <laughs> the only thing i will say though is i wish they put them in the same room like they did with the two bills that would have made it better maybe they thought they they would get into it or something but i don't know i don't know it was a, it was a great 30 for 30 and we are looking for suggestions for the next one, the next one if not, we're doing weeks. this was the xfl i'm picking it you're picking that one yeah okay if we don't get a suggestion Let's we're do doing a dream team let me oh we we actually just watched the dream team 30 really? for 30 uh on tuesday that'll be a great topic that was pretty fun. that was pretty awesome that team had the greatest basketball player of all time Oh well, that's we're at number nine. Yeah, you know, he's doing a guardia. Magic Johnson. He's pulling a guardia. <laughs> My favorite part of the um. Hey man, the best <laughs> story I know about the Dream Team is when they were having that scrimmage. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, MJ come up to him and said, "There's a new sheriff in town," and that was very true. That was pretty was awesome. True. He well, owned that right. decade. Lead nah. us into F block. F for fun. See, you guys will get sick of that taste well, for I'll 19 of those. Oh yeah, no, it's impressive. I love saltines. It's very impressive. I could, I could eat a box with four sleeves in it. I 
bet you. Really? Yeah, you want to get that going tonight? Not tonight. <laughs> oh, why not? Excuse me. We'll talk off Did air. Did Lorenzo just vomit? <laughs> what was that? No. We'll, t- we'll talk off air. <laughs> okay, we'll talk I'll off air. Sniffles. All right, Lorenzo. What's up, my man? We're assuming that you've listened through to at least one episode with a guest before, right? Yes. Okay. Do so you know, know what's so coming. do you know what's coming now? Surprise of somewhat. Okay, it's it's your quiz. Okay. Okay. Now Lorenzo is from Canada, so we're gonna <laughs> upstate New York, Syracuse. <laughs> shout out Cuse. <laughs> so Canada. Two thousand three national Canada, championship. Hey. We are <laughs> we are going to give you a quiz on your home country of Canada here. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, it's just five questions. You'll be good. I'm from you're from Canada. No, we've had there's there's been speculation that that's not true. Uh, the United but, States doesn't make people as tall as you. We do. You gotta <laughs> go to Canada. Upstate has a lot of great stuff, man. That's where wings were made. Buffalo. All right, let's see, let's see how well you do here on your quiz. All right. Let's roll. And the the way that we always play is, after you give your answer, I get the answer too. That's fine. do you already know the answers? No, no, he doesn't know the okay. answers. I make the quiz. I didn't even know what the quiz was about until we got in here. So go ahead. Let's go. All right. First question. What day is Canada's birthday? Canada's birthday. It's definitely a day that's in a month. Um, It's <laughs> 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 annoying. Um, Canada's birthday. Hmm. Let's see here. Would it help if I gave the season? Yes. I yes. will give the season. It'll help a lot. Summer. July. July. Dude, I, need, I need a day. July 18th. Joe, what's your guess? May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. May is in the spring. Minus points for Joe. <laughs> May, May? First day of Cinco summer. Cinco de Mayo. Are you just going to do shtick jokes all the whole time? Cinco de Mayo. Don't you dare you mute me. I got to find a way. Mid-July. Mid-July? Okay. June 15th. It is. That's your official guess? Yes. Okay. It is July 1st. It is oh, Canada's I'm, birthday. I got July. <laughs> Okay, oh, my Yeah, half a point for Zoe, minus five points for Joe for trying to do shtick during the quiz. The capital city of Canada is... Montreal. Joe? No, wait, wait, wait. Toronto. Toronto or Montreal? Wait, I have to get... It's Toronto. I need to get your final guess. It's Toronto. Final it's guess not in the people. French-speaking part because no one understands it. It's Toronto. Okay. okay Toronto, Montreal. It is Ottawa. Ah, Joe, that sounds like a town that I'm being made. God, you suck. You've never heard of Ottawa? No. The Ottawa Senators? I know Ottawa's get out of my way. (laughs) That's annoying again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Okay. Lorenzo. Who is the current Prime Minister of Canada? Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, I know this. Joe. Um... Yeah, I got this. I got oh, this. do you? I got this. Wait. Uh, Joe, the thing is, he's going to get he's it got wrong, brown hair. and then he's going to swear. He's, he's, got, he's got brown hair. He's young. Uh, he's energetic. He's a liberal. Um, Seems like you know a lot about him. Now, what's his name? Uh, just give me it. Just give me it. Okay. Justin Trudeau. Damn it! Would have never guessed that. Later <laughs> is close enough. Ah! Okay. <laughs> name one Canadian football team. In the Gosh. CFL. No, come on, you can do this, please. It's your home my country, Lorenzo. I had a tryout for them in the spring, and I cannot. Wait, who did? My brother. Like, your. Yeah, what? Really? Yeah, yeah a little tryout. What position? Florida. 
uh, O-line. Wow. What, where, where do you play? You played Division Three at Marshall. Okay. So can you... Uh, Braid's kind of preventing him for going from the next level, but he was first in all conference. So he's, he's a good player. All right. Can you name a team, though? Can I name a team? You go first. Toronto Argonauts. Yep. You can probably name all of them. Okay. There's one team for Joe. Can you... Possibly uh, scrounge out a team myself right now. Um, sorry, let me know when you tap out because I'm gonna see how many I can name. Okay, let's go with uh, Montreal. Um, Hawks. Montreal Alouettes. Yep. Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Get out of here. Uh, um, I think that's all I got. Okay. Any other ones? Yeah, no, 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 no. I just need at least a few. I got, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Name every NBA champion. Nope, next. Nope. Next. <laughs> From 1989 to now. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> that would take an hour. <laughs> All right, Lorenzo, last question. Name four Canadians. Four Canadians? No, let's just do one. No, no. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, yeah. Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. Oh. Drake. Okay. Oh. And. Oh, it's right there. Come on. Oh, no. Anthony uh. Bennett. Oh, yeah. Hey. There we go. There we go. Man, round of applause. Out of way. I don't there know any Canadians. One for five on the quiz. That's gonna half. That's gonna what? I got a half on the. Oh yeah, one one and a half on the quiz. Like Joe the worst, was sitting at about a minus three there. I got a lot of extra points. I should have got American teams. questions. Thank you so much for coming on, Lorenzo. Do you have yeah. anything you want to plug, social media wise? Anything people you want people to um, follow you tape. on? I am currently looking to uh, invest in making a basketball page and post content on it. So uh, if that goes pretty well, I'm. I'll let you guys know what the tag is so right. you guys can give a little shout out. We'll tweet you other than that, man, I, I appreciate you guys letting me be on the show, and it's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah, obviously, it was awesome to get you on. You're one of our best listeners. Yes. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, thanks for yeah, coming it was on. Great and being here, man. As always, everybody, you can follow the show at GTTP Podcast on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at SeanAnderson65, Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Wherever you're listening to us, uh, make sure to, if you want to, like subscribe do whatever you want there uh talk to us about your talk about us to your friends we always appreciate feedback uh we also appreciate questions if you want those answered on the show reach out to us and we will yeah joe talk to us about your friends (laughs) you know what i will take a story about one of your friends talk to us about your friends regardless whatever you want to talk to us about we're here for you thank you and we'll be back next week hopefully with fire